0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse, And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. (laughs) Let's do this. We've kind of not beat it to death about repurposing content, but it actually can be such a time saver. I feel like
1: people don't pay attention to it enough. They feel like they always have to create something new. You don't. Right. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you
0: easily create content with
1: confidence. I'm Kate Andrews.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 56. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We'd love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're talking about three ways to get more out of
1: your content, giving you our favorite tips and tricks to milk everything you can from your content creation to save time and energy. But before we go any further, what are you drinking, Jade? Today, today Jesse.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of energy, I'm just drinking my uh coffee, black. Um mm. I'm drinking actually Cafe Nero's uh blend today. So, Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. We love we love going to Cafe Nero. So, it's funny
1: because yesterday I haven't had like a good cup of coffee in a while. And yesterday You get the when, decaf though, right? Yeah, I do, but you know, you still get that roasted yeah. toasted like cup of coffee. Right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think I've made it known I'm more of a tea drinker, but yesterday we were on a shoot together and, um, your client had Starbucks and I picked it up at one point and I got that smell and I was just like, mm-hmm. Oh my yep. God. Sometimes I think I almost like smelling coffee better than I even like drinking it. I think that's common though. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do love coffee, but it's just like that smell that, Oh my God. Goodness. It smells so good. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just water today. China to speaking of energy. I feel like I am just, especially with winter air, chronically dehydrated. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just no. sticking with water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I need to drink more. My face is so dry right now. It's just, my skin gets really dry anyways. And then when yeah. time, it's like, Hmm, we're just going to turn into the Sahara desert here.
1: Yeah. It, I, I, you know it's it's like there's like that one section of the year where like my hair seems to be really good cuz my hair is like naturally somewhat curly more like wavy and like during the summer it just you know goes all over the place right and then in the winter it gets all staticky so there's like that one that short period where it's like all good it's the same thing with skin i feel like mm-hmm. you know in the summertime your skin gets so i don't know mine gets so oily and you know, all that. And then in yeah. the winter it's way too dry. So yeah, you know, it's just Problems. it's that time of year. It's mm. it's that time of year. All right. Well, as we said, we're going to be talking about three ways to get more out of your content creation. And we actually have um, you know, as we are two different types of work here. I'm a writer and blogger and Jesse is a photographer, but it's always so surprising to me how much we have in common when it comes to these kind of shows. So I'm going to let you take it off, Jesse. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I think one thing that, you know, I want to preface is that content creation doesn't have to be difficult and this whole show is trying to make it uh, easy. Get you, get you there, get you there, yeah. and, you know, making making that content, making it easy. So um, I'm excited about this episode. And one of the things that, you know, just to kick it off, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was, um, you know, this easy thing that you can do to make your content last longer, and that's breaking it down into a series, which I've done a few times, but now because I feel like. My goal this year is to be a little bit more mindful with my time and being more present. It's going to be happening more. I'm going to start breaking things down into series more. So for example, I'm going to give an actual example of what I'm doing. So for this month, uh, we're recording this in February. I've got my emails for my uh, course, uh, those that have opted into any of my freebies or lead magnets, my email list for my course uh, group is going to be an email series. So the series topic is about convincing your leads to actually book with you and how it shouldn't really be that hard to convert them into clients. There's a lot of content to cover in this. And so I decided, you know what, I'm gonna actually break it up into a series. So part one is I'm gonna talk about one particular point and then part two will be another point and part three will be the last point. Um, within each of those emails, though, I do have a call to actions to various products that are in my shop that can help them along the way in addressing some of these points that I'm making in my emails. So that's really what I'm doing as far as breaking it down into a series. It's super simple. You just take content that you would have otherwise to write in one big long email and just break it up. I
1: totally am with you on this. I feel like especially as a travel blogger, you know, I put so much effort into going someplace, packing for that place, getting there, getting set up, going to the different destinations and and highlights and stuff like that. And then all I do is like one travel guide. Um, That's what I used to do. And I'm kind of like, no, thank you anymore. That's just as much as I, I mean, I love to travel and that's why I share it. So it's not like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm doing all this work and getting nothing out of it. That's not the case. It's just like, cause I get still get to travel. Um, it's just, why am I just doing one thing, one piece for a bunch of content that I've shot. So when I cover a destination, I've come to the point where I'll break it down into a few different posts posts. Um, we haven't been traveling many places. I don't think that's news to anybody because of COVID. And Ariel is still two, and you know, luckily we've gotten some good news lately about vaccinations for her, so that's great. And looks like maybe we'll be able to get on the road a little later this year. But for right now, I've been sharing a lot of like older trips. So recently, I shared about my trips to Saint Lucia, which was all the way back in 2016 and 2018. And while I group the two experiences kind of together because one vacation we had like done like some excursions and then the other one, we pretty much stayed on the resort. Um, I was pregnant at the time and very ill, like -hmm. the entire trip and basically getting in a car was like the last thing I wanted to do. So never mind a bus. Um, So I kind of grouped the two trips together in terms of like a travel guide, but then I separated out and did a post on the review of the resort. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, you know, always linking back to the travel guide. And then with our December trip, when we actually did take a trip to Newport, I did a post on, you know, the Christmas the mansions at Christmas time, things to do in Newport at the holidays, festive New England destinations. And I also kind of included a couple of other of my favorite places that are very festive in the New England area. So just including that. Um, And then I did some Instagram mobile coffee shops in Newport. So I'm Mm -hmm. not just, I'm trying to do more with my travel pieces. So also what you said about the whole long posts, right? The long emails for me, you know, I'll take all this time to like write a post. And while I know that Google kind of prioritizes pieces that are a thousand words and over more than that, you really start to lose people unless they're super invested in what you're you're writing, which is great. And that's who I really want reading. But I gotta realize that people aren't necessarily gonna read a whole long blog post that has, you know, instagrammable coffee places and the travel guide and the review of the resort and what to wear while you're there. Um, so I've been breaking up my blog posts into a bunch of different ones. And like I did one, um, I did a travel guide. It's funny. One of them actually kind of was born out of a person commenting. Um, I did a piece on my travel guide to Paris. And that was a trip I had taken all the way back in 2016. But I have like this really good memory. So like I remember everything. And I was taking pictures of everything still at the time. Because I love to take pictures. I'm not as good as you. But I'm like, (laughs) I love to do pictures. One person actually DM me or commented about how I looked so natural like Parisian while I was there so then I decided well I've already got the pictures and and I think we'll cover a little bit more of this later on in the in the show like about reusing stuff I already have the pictures I'm gonna do a piece on how to look Parisian while you're in Paris so that Mm -hmm. you don't you know while it's great to stand out and everything sometimes you just kind of want to fit in especially when it comes to Paris you don't want those Parisians like Looking at you like, oh, my God, such a tourist such a tourist. So that's <laughs> right. kind of what I've been doing is breaking things down into separate posts just like you. It's just on my blog, not on my email.
0: So. Yeah. Well, and and even with this email newsletter that I have, I um, am repurposing that. And that's like my next point about mm-hmm. getting more out of your content is repurposing. So I'll repurpose that email content into three Instagram posts And you know, I know we we've kind of not beat it to death about repurposing content, but it actually can be such a time saver. And I feel like
1: people don't pay attention to it enough. They feel like they always have to create new something new, create something new. Like you don't, right? You don't,
0: right? So you know, for me, my blog posts can be you know Pinterest pins and emails and IG posts, um, Instagram posts. So um, you know, I think you know, as I'm sitting down and planning the next month's content, I will make sure to look at, okay, is, do we have a blog post that Kate's going to create for me? And then can I go ahead and turn that copy into an Instagram post? And then, you know, now I actually have you write some of the copy for my email newsletter as well. So for me, it's almost like a succinct path, getting me lots of different content for different platforms. So So I think that's one thing is, is looking at what you have, and you can even do this in the past. You know, Maybe scroll through your feed and see, okay, was there a really good post that I got a lot of mm-hmm, engagement, yeah. a lot of comments on, a lot of shares on, and turn that into a blog post. Just take that copy and expand upon it. Um, maybe to reach that thousand word limit, add some photos, turn that into a blog post, or turn it into an email post. You don't have to necessarily plan it all out exactly like this. You can always look back at what you've already done and what already has performed better.
1: You know, I will go one step further and say, if you have an IG post that did really well and you posted it like six, seven, eight months back, um, while the Instagram algorithm does seem to constantly change, I was reading something the other day about how, and I think it was Royal Horizon Media, which of course is Chelsea Mars, who we've had on the show before, like in our early episodes, she, she, So, Royal Horizon Media was actually saying like repost that Instagram, you know, change up a little bit of the text, change up some of the hashtags to like go with what's trending more, you know, right now and to repost it. And I've, I've certainly done that before where like, I'll have a picture that I really love and I'm like, oh, that did really well. And you know what, that picture can also apply to this. And I'm, I may reuse, I mean, it's, It's something i used several months ago or even a year ago, but I've done that definitely. Um, Just like you, I do make sure to pin all of my blog posts using images from the posts. So, you know, reusing those those photos I've taken or photos you've taken. Um, I'll even go as far as to use the meta description, which is like, for those of you who don't know what a meta description is, when you read results on a google page it's like the short description underneath the title of the blog post i'll reuse that and kind of flesh it out as the pin description so i'm not even like having to create a new description for the pin as i'm working um
0: That's good and i'll
1: yeah i mean it's and it, you're you, a lot of times what they say with meta descriptions is you want to write it just the way that people describe writing a meta description is actually very similar to writing a pin description so i but you get more characters in a pin description. So like I can make it a little longer, maybe a little bit more jazzy. Um, and I also post a teaser to Instagram for each post. Um, I haven't been really appearing on stories lately, but usually when I do have a new blog post come up, I'll go on blog, you know, I'll blow on stories and say, Hey, I've got this blog post out, make sure to check it out. Um, And as I mentioned before, you know, I've since I am a travel blogger, but COVID's been limiting our ability to travel, I have been posting trips that I took way before I became a blogger. And I'm just really lucky that I have this good memory that I've got. And I love to take pictures because, you know, St. Lucia trips. I wasn't a blogger in 2016. I was in 2018, but I was still figuring out where I wanted to be. So I had nothing on my blog about that. There Mm -hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Got my trips to London and Paris and Prague, you know, so I'm just lucky that I've got that stuff. And the photos were decent mm-hmm. um, to kind of repurpose that. And then with reels, it's so funny with reels because I feel like people have been freaking out about reels and t- because they know it's there's such a. There's such a focus on video content, and yes, it is super important right now if you do want to get ahead on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And I'm not the person to talk about TikTok necessarily, but when it comes to my Reels, if I'm shooting video for my Instagram stories, I'll save that video to my phone, and that might end up in a reel later on.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. Or, you know, it might end up in a high, you know, on a highlight, you know, some of my story, you know, don't forget you've got that, those highlights available. I don't know if there's a ton of people still utilizing them, but for me, I do find that people do check them out. So, you know, if I, if I find that, oh, I've done a bunch of reels or Instagram posts or Facebook's Instagram stories from a certain destination or about a certain thing, I'll group them together and put them in a highlight. So. There's a lot of different ways you can do that with video content too.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. No, I love all of those tips. I don't do a lot of video at all lately. So, well, I, you're a photographer, you know, <laughs> I know. I just can't, I just have never been able to like get on the, real well, I do come I with you on those,
1: uh, some of those shoots, Jesse, and take some behind the scenes yes, stuff where I know I you do it myself. <laughs> Well, well, how, what are you supposed to be doing? Holding the camera and holding your phone, being I like, know. hey, I'm going to go take this picture. No, you can't do there that. There are photographers you know? that
0: are good about setting, you know, taking the time to do like a, you know, I'm on location, but it's, it's, it's for me, I'm like zoned in, I'm zoned into my. Well, client and I think and, that shows how good a photographer you
1: are, is that you really are paying more attention to your client than you are to your social media. Yeah. So, you know, props to you on that. We yeah. just do need to get more of those. Those videos up on your stories I or know. something like even you don't even because I know we do them for the brand photographer method and you know that's your opportunity to give them some behind the scenes inform you know information but one or two doesn't hurt mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. just just pop up there
0: yep man. So, then I think the third thing that is really important for our audience to consider in terms of getting more mileage out of their images or out of their content is images and thinking Mm -hmm. about it in advance, especially when you are thinking about your photo shoot, thinking about what content you have coming up. Um, You know, taking a moment to sit down and say, okay, where are you going to actually be using them? And can you cross? use them you know i have a lot of clients that you know will use their images primarily for their website but then they'll pop up in their newsletter and you know they'll you know they'll use it on an instagram post or uh they might use it on a um you know little graphic that they have that's for instagram or whatever so thinking about the upcoming content that you have in advance along with how can you use this on multiple platforms the other thing is, as a photographer, um, that I do is I don't pre crop my photos uh, for my clients. And the reason I do this is I want to allow them to be able to um, leverage the max amount of pixels to be flexible and where they post it. We all know that the crop for Instagram is primarily square. It's going to show up on your profile, but I don't want to crop square because they may want to use this as a horizontal image on their website or a banner image for their newsletter. So I don't pre-crop. So that it does allow my clients to have the most flexibility. And so if you're uh, someone thinking about a branding shoot, you want to just ask your photographer that. And I will crop if they need it specifically for something. If they're saying, you know what, can you actually crop these for Instagram? Like if they know 100% that it's only going to be for Instagram, absolutely. It's not a big deal for me to do that. But I know that you do a fantastic job Mm-hmm. with planning your photo content, you know, we shoot regularly together and, yeah. you know, the shoot plan process is, you know, you've got it pretty refined and you have a great process. So I think it would be actually really beneficial for our audience to learn a little bit about what you do with that.
1: Well, so, well, first off, before we even go into that, you yesterday working with your client, you know, you were doing such great things like paying attention to their website and what they're going to need for your we- their website. So I don't think um, we should forget that photographers do pay attention to like you know even though you're saying you don't crop them you were specifically taking photos for your client's website yesterday and where you were you know thinking about where they were going to use them so i thought that was fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and that's kind of how i think um i do things you know it's funny because i'm an ex tv producer and when it comes to the sh- it took me a long time to take myself seriously as a blogger in fact i i remember a couple years ago When I had decided to take this full time, um, you go to the doctor and I don't even know why they ask you this, but they ask you what your profession is. And I actually put stay at home mom. And I was like, "Um, no, I actually don't do that. So when I went back, (laughs) I changed. I'm like, no, I'm a writer and I'm a blogger. Like, I don't know what was going on with me then. So it took me a long time to take myself seriously. So when it came to my TV shows that I was producing, I always had shot ideas. I always knew what every single shot was going to look like. And that was because that was my job. And it took me a while to realize that that translated to my blog, because I know the first shoot I did with you in 2018, and you were like really experimenting with branding photography, you were kind of like, I was like, what the heck is this? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just, you were like, just bring some props that you feel, you know, like bring laptop, bring your camera, bring some things that you feel like You know, would go with your brand. I was like, all right. And I just remember throwing a bunch of things in a suitcase. And we had rented that space on Newbury Street. And then we I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm just lucky that you knew me as well as you as you know me, because I'm still using photos from that shoot. And I don't think I would be if it wasn't for the fact that you do know me. And now I approach things so differently. When I know I'm shooting with you, I, I'll always plan my content at least for the next two months. Like we just, you know, you talk, you talk about how we shoot regularly. We just did Valentine's Day in February, St. Patrick's Day in March. And then you actually got a lot of my Easter and some of April content. Um, mm-hmm. So I had planned out almost completely three months of content that I knew I was going to need. And that's what I know what I'm going to need for images for blog posts, Instagram posts, reels that I'm going to be working on that I need. Like, I I don't, I don't like grabbing a still from the video. I don't feel like it's as good a resolution. Um, So I always like to have that static image that I can select at that. So I
0: always, you know, try to get something that goes with that. Um, Well, I want to just make a point. So I know I develop shoot plans for my client, but you know, we work in that same, you know, ideal, but you have your own spreadsheet that you share with me. Yeah, um, And this is to help you organize your thoughts. But one exactly. thing I noticed in your spreadsheet, which I loved, and I think people, this is what we're talking about in terms of getting more out of your mileage with with this type of content. You have a, I think it's a drop down on one of your, and you're like Instagram or blog posts and, yep. or both. And so, yep. so you're able to identify, okay, am I using this for blog posts? Am I using it specifically for Instagram or is it going to be for both? And I love that you do that because you're already thinking, how can I, how can I get more out of this shot that we're going to.
1: Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, we'll, we'll shoot, we'll, we'll shoot like all these photos and, you know, I create, I separate them out into like little folders on my computer or on my drive. And, you know, I, I'll use them for what I intend on using them for, but because I, because I already know what shots we've got, like I already have kind of descriptions of what I wanted and what we end up getting. I'll know like okay and I think this is something important that people need to think about you don't need to be taking pictures constantly you know you can use a shot that you intended for one blog blog post maybe didn't make the cut maybe for one reason or another and you can use it in another blog post it's not like it's not like just because you used it one place it can't be used somewhere else and I feel like a lot of people get tripped up on that Mm -hmm. Um, so that is one thing you really need to take into consideration is, you know, all ways that you can use an image, not just, you need to think outside the box in that respect. And that's the kind of the same way that I treat my travel guides. When I go somewhere, I'll go on Instagram and I'll kind of find those pretty places to shoot. I'll know where I want to go to shoot. I'll even, you know, as I look up those inspiration photos. So I'm prepared because when you shoot, You know, when we shoot together, we're usually in a place where, yes, we have time constraints and everything, but it's just the two of us or Ariel or, you know, on this props and maybe the daylight is holding us up or whatever. But when you are in on location, I mean, you know this when you do your outdoor shoots with your clients, you know, when they decide to go outdoors, you're dealing with street congestion, you're dealing with traffic, you're dealing with cars, you're dealing with all kinds of different things, you know. Lighting or lack thereof, there's a mm-hmm. whole other slew of things that you're taking into account. So that I'll, that's an uncontrolled environment. So knowing kind of the best angles already going in and knowing where I want to shoot and unique perspectives that can be shot, that's everything to me because I can go in and be like, I know exactly what shot that I want and do it. And be happy with the end result. I'm not like, oh, well, let's try, th-. you know, I'll sometimes I might not like something in the end. And I'll be like, oh, you know what? Let's try this or let's try that. That always happens. Um, and there are spontaneous moments where like you'll discover some hidden gem that you didn't know existed yeah. in a city or someplace. And I'll and I'll capture those little bonuses and I'll definitely take advantage of them. But I like to be prepared as, as possible you know, saving inspiration pictures and a little album on my phone so I can like recreate them. And also because when I'm in on location, I'm usually shooting with Alex and he isn't a professional. He's very good and he's gotten even better over the years. But, you know, he's not that professional photographer. I can pull up a photo on my phone and be like, I want this. Mm -hmm. And he can be like, okay. I kind of get what I get what you mean. And he can get that shot. So, you know, that's that's all the ways that I'm prepared in that respect. It's it. I'm not going to lie. As I said, I love travel and I love it anyways. So it doesn't really take a lot of the fun out of it. But to be a travel blogger, you you know, you really have to be willing to go a little extra on Mm. things. So just 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 food for thought, kind of off the topic, but just yeah. food for thought, you know, because some people think it's just like going great places and doing great things. And yes, you 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 do that, but you also have to make sure you get that shot. And sometimes yeah. I can take a, a little bit of the fun out of it.
0: Yeah. But I, I find so much joy. The spontaneity gets yeah. lost. T- and
1: I try to like, I try to balance a vacation where it's like, you know, 50, 50. Yeah. 50% content shooting, 50% just being with the family. So, yeah,
0: yeah. no, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Right. Yeah. So, so I would say the breaking, three it, things, breaking it down, breaking it series. down, mm-hmm, repurposing, repurposing, which is so obvious, but um, and kind of applies really to helped.
1: all three of these topics in a way, but like really honing in on that and then planning your photos. Yes. Knowing what photos you want to shoot. And again, I would just say with that going kind of outside the box and realizing that you can use one photo for more than one thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or get the you know, you're great at getting the different angles. And sometimes those angles, man, they make all the difference. So Mm -hmm. maybe maybe taking that time to just take a couple extra shots from different angles would be helpful for people. So for sure for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. If you want to check out the show notes, uh, head to cocktailsandcontentcreation.com. You can join our Facebook group and leave us a comment about what you want us to talk about, Cocktails and Content Creation community. And we're on Instagram, Cocktails and Content Creation. I've said that 10 million times. <coughs> Yeah. Uh, and know. one more time. <laughs> and one more time, you can email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews. And you can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykate and
0: co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Or if you're a brand photographer looking to get into brand photography, I'm at the brand photographer method. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of cocktails and content creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail
1: and happy content creating.